Glory to God forever and ever. Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. To Jesus be all the praise and glory. He's the Lord God Almighty. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. This is wonder and reality. Lord, I bless those listening. And I believe with them You'll reveal Yourself to them, Your glory to them. If they're not saved, that You'll save them. And thank You, Jesus, for giving us eternal life and for the privilege of knowing You. And we give You this time. Thank You, Holy Spirit. We welcome You here. I want to read something. This is from A Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter. It's on page... 94, Jesus said, I came to save all men. I desire that all who are lost will repent and call upon my name. It is not my will that any should perish but have everlasting life. Sad to say, most will not repent of their sins before they die and they will go to hell. But the way to heaven is the same for all people. You must be born again to enter the kingdom of God. You must come to the Father in My name and repent of your sins. You must sincerely give your heart to God and serve Him. This brief message is, is difficult to present, but I want to emphasize hell in this, in this message. This series is... Um, the main themes are heaven, angels, and hell. I have not spoken about hell much recently. Um, but let's remember that Jesus spoke about hell numerous times in the Gospels. In fact, He spoke more about hell than He did about heaven. Some people have... Um, Reinhard Bonnke even said that one time. There's much in the Bible about hell and the places of the underworlds. There's more than a hundred scriptures about the places of the underworlds in the book of Revelation. Well, well, first, Jesus, it's at least six or seven times, possibly, um, it, it's, it could be eight to ten to twelve times or more in, in, at various times and in various ways spoke specifically about hell. He called it hellfire, the furnace of fire, everlasting fire, eternal fire. He could have been speaking about the lake of fire in one of the most, most well-known times that he spoke about it. He, he said, um, I'm just going to read this. This is Matthew 25, 41. Then He will also... This is Jesus speaking, and He refers to Jesus Christ. <clears throat> then He will also say to those on the left hand, Depart from Me, you cursed, into the everlasting fire prepared for the devil and his angels. There, he did not specifically say hell. Um, I, I might discuss that in, in later in this brief message. I may not. I may not have time to. But 
in the Gospel of Mark. Jesus, I believe it's three times in one section, spoke about, He said, where the fire does not die, where the worm does not die and the fire is not quenched. So it's, it's anywhere from seven to eight to ten or twelve times or more that Jesus specifically spoke about where unbelievers will be for eternity. And every time, all of those times, He, he used fire in the description. As I said, in, in Matthew, it's, He said it's hellfire. Um, that's in the... When He spoke about, you know, cut your hand off, pluck your eye out, it's better to lose, to be, lose those things than to be cast into hellfire. I want to read another um, something else Jesus said that I have not emphasized as much. This is Luke 12.5. But I will show you whom you should fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has power to cast into hell. Yes, I say to you, fear him. He's speaking there about fearing God. About, I mean, and he speaks about hell. He doesn't use the fire description, but it's, it's so many places. In the book of Revelation, um, at least three times, it, um, the writer writes about the lake of fire. I want to read Revelation 20.15. And anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Also in 21.8. In 21.8, Revelation 21.8, it lists several things, several... Uh, I'll just read it. But the cowardly, unbelieving, abominable murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burns with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. And there's at least one other place in Revelation, possibly another, uh, in Revelation 19, it, it writes about, um, he writes about the lake of fire. So, it's very, very clear if Jesus spoke about hell, the eternal fire, even one time, it would be eternally important for, for mankind. In modern times, He's revealed hell in more detail through several people. Um, one of the main ones is, is Mary Baxter, whose book, A Divine Revelation of Hell, is... Um, a very detailed description and summary of hell. Jesus even told her, I'm going to show you hell in more detail than it's ever been revealed. There were things that... Okay, and, and it's horrible. It's horrible beyond comprehension. Um, hell is a large place. It's in the center of the earth, shaped like a body lying on her back. It's enlarging itself to receive the lost souls there, going there. It's, it's all the lost souls are burned with fire. All of them. Jesus specifically said that. 
He said there's many chambers of torment, but all are burned with fire. There are anywhere from 50 to 60 billion lost souls in hell now. There's many, many demons. It could be billions of demons that torment these lost souls and keep them where they are in the places where they are confined and stuck, which are pits in the ground or cells like prison cells with metal bars on them um, or the river of blood and fire and other places. Lost souls have all their senses and their senses are much stronger and much sharper in hell. Their sense of touch is much stronger. They feel being burned. Humans are eternal. Even though these people did not get saved, but their spirit person did not become alive when they were on the earth. And so when they die, they're, they're still eternal and their body and their soul are both eternal and will exist for eternity. That reveals so much. It, it, it's because God made humans into His own image and likeness and because God is so powerful that the angels and the people that He creates, I mean, it's incredible to think about, but they all, both, angels and, and humans, are eternal. In the, in the, when Jesus took Mary Baxter on these tours of hell for 30 nights, you know, to, to think about the, the just, just the fact that, that Jesus is God, He's the Son of God, He is God, and because He is a spirit being, He was able to come down to the earth, get her, take her down to hell, and they literally went into hell and to many of the places of hell, and they walked, and, and she can, writes numerous times in the book, I mean, about hearing, you know, the loud, the wailing, the moans, the, 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 the crying, the, as, and, and writes that as far as she could see, she, she could see pits in the ground, and um, terrible smells, that nauseating smells that made her sick to her stomach, and, you know, just fear on every side, and just, and she would become very, very weak, and Jesus' touch would strengthen her. And they went into the cell block of hell, which is 17 miles high and, and three miles in diameter. And they went, now in the midst of, of how large of a place hell is and all the, the loud wailing and remember Jesus said there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. That's in Matthew, I believe it's chapter 13. Twice He said that. They'll be cast into the furnace of fire. There will be wailing and gnashing of teeth. She heard that. Um, but in the midst of this, Jesus interacted with 19 specific people. 
And time and time again, she saw these people. It was the same thing that she saw is that they had a skeletal form with a misty gray soul inside the skeleton. Uh, uh, and the skeleton form was burned and, and their flesh was being, the flames would cover their whole body and then subside, but then still flames on their body. That's what I want to emphasize. I mean, there was no, <laughs> there was no time where the, the, they were being burned continually with fire. And their flesh was falling off of their skeletal form. And worms and maggots crawling inside their body that were not affected by the fire. And um, the skeletal form, as I said, was burned, and that sometimes their eyes, where eyes were, were burned out sockets. And these people are, they're suffering, they're in agony, excruciating pain and agony and suffering and and there's no relief. They can never sleep or rest. They can there's no sunlight, no food, no water, no nothing, no relief. There's no love and no hope and no faith and no one is there to, to care for them. Plus, they have their mind and their emotions and they remember their life on the earth. They can, even though that they're in that state, they can still speak and hear and listen. They, they, they spoke to Jesus when He was there. They begged to be let out. They they. Um, she saw one person and, and, and knew that this person was 80 years old. Mary Baxter didn't know how she knew that, but she just knew that. So that reveals that it could be, it does not say this specifically in the book, but it could be that people, lost souls are the age they were when they died on the earth. That she went, they went into the heart of hell. They went to, to, into the jaws of hell. They, she, she saw people falling into hell from earth. And Jesus said, this goes on night and day. Our ministry estimates that every day, anywhere from 80 to 110,000 people die on the earth and end up in hell. 80 to 100,000 and 110,000. So that's approximately, if it's, a, if it's 100,000, well, let's be conservative and say it's 80,000. It could be more than that. That's about 3,300 every hour. Every hour. Think of that. 3,000 people. 3,300 people. That's 55 people a minute. 55 people every minute. Basically, every second someone is dies and, and, and goes down into hell. I don't know how that works. We know from the Bible that when a saint dies, angels get them and take them to heaven. That's revealed in the Bible, in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus. Now, in modern times, we have many revelations of people who have gone to heaven 
um, been to heaven. And um, almost every time, I believe, not every, I don't know if it's every time, but, but, but a common theme is, is that angels take them in chariots through the first two heavens into heaven. They travel, the people specifically, one person said I was traveling at a high rate of speed through, and, and you know, very likely these are chariots of fire and that's in the Bible too. In, the, in Elijah, one of the most famous portions of the Bible, chariots of fire and chariots of horses, uh, horses of fire. So, so I don't know specifically how um, these lost souls end up, you know, go to hell. I don't know if they fall down or if demons, uh, Mary Baxter writes that demons with chains will come and get someone and take them, drag them down to hell. So that could be the way that that, that works. Again, hell's below us, and so um, this is new information. I, I had not done the, the stats that, I mean, to, again, I want to repeat, we, our ministry has studied this, and every day 180,000 people physically die. Now, many of those, um, 30 to 50,000 or more, are saints who go to heaven. Amen. But, but, as, as I read at the beginning of this brief message, and it's revealed, Jesus said it, and it's in Matthew 7.13, that most people don't get saved. And to think that there's 3,300 people every hour, almost 60, it's 55 every minute. end up in hell. Think of how large hell has to be to have 50 to 60 billion lost souls and 100,000 more, basically 700,000 every week. Now, here's something I've never shared in this podcast. Let me finish with this. I'm, this is going to air on Labor Day in the U.S., Heaven is a glorious, God's glorious home filled with the glorious splendor of His majesty. Filled with the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Amen. And, and there are billions of saints there and billions upon billions, innumerable angels who are doing servants of God and they're doing God's work and they're creating... I, I truly believe, and, and it's been revealed in modern times especially, that angels make the homes and, and, and I, I, it could be that they make all the buildings. And really that's common sense, you know, too. Because if you think about, if there's 30 to 40 billion saints in heaven and they all have these beautiful homes made exactly according to their taste, and people who have been to heaven it's right about this, that these were large homes that they saw. And they, at one story, uh, Jesus and a young boy were in, uh, went up to the house and Jesus knocked on the door and the, the owner of the house came to the door and they went inside and they sat down and spoke to him and they 
uh, uh, sat on very, very comfortable furniture. And so how would these homes be made? Okay, how are the records kept in heaven? It's revealed in modern times also. Very specifically, Mary Baxter went to heaven and she saw angels took her into record rooms where angels were very, very industriously and, and, and very properly and in order and with great excellence recording what's going, what saints are doing on the earth. And when someone got saved and when someone got, and, and one angel was in charge of, of, there was an angel in charge of every record room. Of e Angels are doing this, this glorious work in heaven. Um, and so the, 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 on the negative side, it's very likely that demons are doing the work in hell. If 700,000 people are going to hell and they're in certain places, um, the places I mentioned earlier, this is something I've never shared in this podcast ever. I could be wrong, but demons, it, it very well could be, are, are making the pits and the cells that are dug into the earth with metal bars. And, and I mean, it's, it's scary to think about, but it's clearly revealed in several books of, by people who have been to hell. Well, two books specifically that I'm thinking of. Um, Mary Baxter's book and Bill Weiss's book, 23 Minutes in Hell. Demons were the ones that... I mean, they, they saw demons doing things and they actually... Demons tormented them. I mean, at one point... Mary Baxter experienced what it was like to be in hell alone with no one there and, and demons were tormenting her. Jesus is the answer. He's the rescue. God's provided the perfect rescue for mankind. What a great answer to all of this. Jesus Christ, the Savior, the, the Good Shepherd. And it's so easy to know Him. It's just asking Him into someone's life. And, and what a privilege. He's God Almighty. He's the great. He's glorious beyond description. And we have the privilege of knowing Him, having that relationship, and going to Him every day. Amen. Please do visit our main website, wonderreality.org. Many thanks to our partners. There's great things happening. People are finding our books. Uh, specifically, especially the book about hell that's on Amazon. It's also on our website for free. We have a book about heaven and about hell and, and many other books that are available free on that website. People are listening to the podcast in the last 30 days. People from more than 50 countries. And in the last seven days, people from, I believe it's 17 countries have listened to this podcast. And... And people are finding the websites. We've had websites for numerous years. Um, in the last two or three years, we've gotten, you know, created more websites. And we even have like receivejesuschrist.com. That's one that we have. Very, very grateful. 
that we could get that domain. Please consider, I have not uh, spoken much about money at all, but please consider donating on our website. We need financial support to keep these platforms going. And um, thank, uh, please, uh, thank you for being a partner. Thank you for listening and following this podcast and blessings.